hello to Spire, uh, and hello to all the denizens of Podcast vs. Podcast Land. Welcome to yet another episode of Podcast vs. Podcast. Hello to all the uh, people not trapped in our micro... sorry, to the people living in our micro-nation. Yeah. Uh, hello to all the people on the mainland, which is every other bit of land. Yep. Thanks for um, tuning in. This is a show where I, Piers Ray... And myself, Eric Ivanovich, Pitch podcasts uh, to each other in the hopes of uh, finding a podcast to do together. Yeah. As best friends. And uh, blood <laughs> brothers. Basically bro- blood brothers. Yeah. We... <laughs> our, what a tangled web we weave, Piers. And, and it's... <laughs> I was thinking and about our this destinies today. are intertwined. <laughs> is that the actual? Is that the full quote? No, I've. Uh, I mean, I've added on to it a little I, bit. I liked it. I like. I've your improved extension. it. Yeah, I think so too. Shakespeare to begin with, right? Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> let me tell you, I could use some improvement. Okay. Not. <laughs> okay. Sure. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. I was thinking about this today uh, on the walk from one end of our micronation, which is a series of oil rigs, yeah. uh, to the recording studio, which is. The Vancouver Public Library that we Carmen San Diegoed out to the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Yes. Uh, the longer we do this show, because this just started out two guys in a library. Yeah. <laughs> pitching ideas to each other. Right. And that was great. And then we started a country. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That was not really like, it was sort of separate, a sort of separate issue. I feel like it developed because the our pitching had become so problematic. We needed more, like a more reliable venue for getting these things out. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I slapping my knees? You can just say, Piers, stop slapping your knees, Piers. Piers, the listeners aren't tuning in for knee slaps. Hey, if you're... They're uh, t- tuning in for jokes so that they can slap their own knees at home with laughter while they laugh at your jokes. If you're at home and you uh, are slapping your knees, I want yeah. you to send a quick video clip of you slapping your knees to us uh, at PodcastVS on Twitter, podcast versus podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll do whatever we want with that with that footage. Yeah. Make a big compilation of knee slaps. We own it in perpetuity for the rest of time. Here and throughout the universe. And any other universes. Looking at you, alternate dimensions. <laughs> uh, why, why don't you pitch first? I would love to pitch first. I'm so excited about today's podcast. You sound it, man. You I'm sound there. excited. Do I? I normally sound kind of flat. That was just a little dig at you. You do sound a little flat. Really? I'm asking you to pick it up! You got two digs in a row at me. This is fine. My podcast pitch today. Yeah, it's called Eric Gosvanovich. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You ever had a encounter with the supernatural? You ever think you had an encounter with the supernatural, Eric? No. <laughs> ghost Wendigo. No, I I avoid Wendigos like the plague. What about ghost Wendigos? You know, I haven't even thought of that. The spirit uh, of a Wendigo that has passed through the veil. Not fully passed through the veil. You know why I think you've never had that encounter? Really? You've never had anything like a scary basement or something that you were convinced was haunted as a kid? No. Kids, I mean, kids are... I wasn't some kind of idiot child who believed in ghosts. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I believe that you've... I, I think you're putting on a tough I, front. I was a very scientifically minded child. I definitely don't believe that. I, I was. Uh, all right, well... We'll leave that up to your parents okay. to tell us the truth on that eventually at some point. If you're my mom or my dad, email us at podcastvspodcast.gmail.com. Um, okay, so I think that maybe the reason you've never had an encounter is I think that an encounter with the spirit realm mm-hmm. is most likely to happen when you're alone. The more people that are there, the less likely it is to happen. 
all your warm human energy is driving away the cool energy of those ghosts or wendigos or ghost wendigos, ghostigos, yeah. as I call them. Uh, so here's my pitch for a show is that we find a haunted location. We go in. We set up cameras, classic ghost hunting stuff. Uh, you know, ghost watching equipment. You have your trip wires that see if there's a change in temperature. Uh, you know, you lay out that dust, that uh, fingerprint powder in case there's a ghostly footstep in it. You know, really, really putting a lot of effort into scientifically proving something that cannot be proven. Yeah. And uh, so we've got the whole, say, it's a haunted house. It's like a murder house. Yeah. Or it's one of those weird asylums where they kept all the tuberculosis patients. Or the lepers, and they all died. Yeah. And the leopards? Had... So like a zoo? Um, only if they were sick. Right. Like during a, a national crisis, they would put all the sick people in the same place as the, the insane sick leopards. people. Yeah, the sick lepers. Oh. Did you really think I said leopards? <laughs> no, that was just a little bit. Yeah, it was good. That's... It was time well spent. <laughs> Thank you. So we clear out this asylum. Well, we don't clear it out. We leave like all the garbage in there, like the abandoned gurney and, and the graffiti. And I assume that like people have been sleeping and having sex in there right as teens do yeah I teens, do and, that as a teens teen. and, and homeless and gutter punks gutter punks what is a gutter punk uh, it's like is somewhere like it's, some, it's somewhere between a teen and a homeless okay <laughs> it's we have a bunch of gutter punks on our street down on commercial drive they do they, they, they're just like uh they're beggars but they're usually like begging for festival money you know, like they want to get money to go to the next music festival. They're not really homeless. They're just bums. Okay. I don't like them because they usually are in like really shitty street bands. Uh, like, for example, I oh. told you about the one terrible gutter punk band that's been playing outside of my house. They stop now, but for about two weeks, every yeah. night they would play for like four to six hours. Right. And I was impressed by their tenacity, their stick to Yeah. But it's like two banjos, one guitar, and then all of them just kind of screaming lyrics. Like, not really singing. I know who you're talking about, and, uh, I mean, I don't know that particular band, but I do know, I do walk down commercial drive a lot. walk down commercial. And it's, it, uh, it is, it is frustrating, because they're, like, they're, like, they're asking for change, like, to get high. Yeah. Like All their have, signs are, like, uh, hey, I'm just, I need money for weed, at least I'm being honest. It's like, I'm not, I would, I want to pay, buy my own weed, why would I buy you weed? <laughs> but, like, if, if I'm going to give money to someone... It's gonna be someone who needs, who who need who needs yeah. it. And I'm not I'm not gonna give it to someone who can just go home. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's a ton of people who actually need it on commercial drive. On commercial, like across the street from them. Yeah, so it's like there's there's an old whittler, like he's a wood carver. Yeah, who's a kitty kitty corner to my apartment, and he does amazing work. But he's out there on the street every day, ten hours a day, and it must <laughs> like does anyone. Passing by him, and then on the other side of the street is this gutter punk band. Who's getting money to the gutter punk band over this woodcarver? I feel like, I mean, they they must get money because they're still doing it. Hey, you stay in one place long enough with a guitar case open, yeah. you'll make five bucks. It sucks because that's five bucks I could go to, um, like, say, the woman I see there sometimes who has a sign up that says, uh, escaping abusive abusive relationship oh yeah i know her she's down by the train station usually. yeah she's over yeah, yeah by she's the over there she's been escaping that relationship for about it, a year hey now. it's hard to escape a, a relationship my first tip would be don't stay in one place yeah he's gonna find you he's gonna find you here so watch out <laughs> um anyways we're getting way off topic yeah we are 
Gutter punks go into places like abandoned asylums and they find a dirty old mattress and they bone on it. Because okay. why not? Why not? It's, uh, whatever. I'm, I, that part, I do not judge you for. Okay. It's just the begging. I'm, I'm into you guys doing all that stuff. So we've set up all our surveillance equipment. We're ready. We're going to look for ghosts. I go back to the surveillance van. Eric Gosvanovich remains in the place so that to like increase the chance of a supernatural encounter. Okay. So I provide you, We re- I, I go back and I monitor all the cameras and I've got my headset on and I'm giving you like advice and uh, guiding you through the place. Yeah, that's and I'm what I am also there like in case of a, like, in case anything goes down, I can call the police. Like if a <laughs> band of roving crazy people <laughs> have been camped out in there. Why don't we just have the police there? Why? Why no, do we? we why wanna... do we need? Here's what I want to know. What? Why do? Why do I need you? Why do you need me? The the show's called Eric Gosvanovich. Yeah. It's not called Piers Ghost Ray. But who are you going to talk to? Yourself? You going to record it? That's who I usually talk to. And who's going to run all the gear? Who's going to be like Eric? I'm not seeing any movement in the, the police. East wing. The police. The police won't do it for free. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cops. Won't so I'll just... have to use you until I gain enough traction. Get some sponsors to hire the, just the police. Once you're a full-size production, yeah. the police, you know, because if you're filming here in Vancouver, sorry, in Vancouver. Yeah. Sometimes, We're not I, sometimes I look out this window and I think, boy, this library used to be in Vancouver. Now <laughs> it's in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. But you you get it. I get it. Uh, yeah. So if, if we were back in Vancouver, if they're filming, the cops will block off an area. But that's because, you know, that's valuable and draws a lot of water in this town. Whereas you hunting ghosts, uh, the only backup you got is me, buddy. Hmm. And I'm a little insulted that you just want to cut me out of this, like, because it's creepy being in a like a an asylum where a bunch of people were killed overnight by yourself. I think you'd want me in your ear. Well, I wouldn't want you. I would want someone, like the police. Well, the police aren't going to do it. The police do not care if you get murdered in this asylum. I checked. I, I, I them. think I think that might be the one thing they would care, they would care about. Well, they're not going to give you the kind of moral support I can, okay? <laughs> but they will find my killer and arrest him or her. I doubt it. I doubt it. Because who's going who's gonna to call them to the asylum to find your body if I'm not there? Right, okay. I get it. Yeah? Maybe they'll turn themselves in. Look, don't you want to find a ghost? No. Eat it? Gain its powers? You can't eat a ghost. There's two things I know about ghosts. They only come out when you're alone. Okay. And if you eat them, you get their powers. Being able to walk through walls, like floating. Cur- like Kirby. Yeah, yeah. Like Kirby. And you get like a little ghost hat. Yeah, it goes on your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's my pitch. Eric Osvanovich, uh, I think you love it. I can tell from the look on your face. You're mm. smiling very broadly. Um, the listeners can't tell, but yes, I am. That's his uh, smiley yawn. Oh, man, Eric what a yawn. only yawns when he's thrilled. Yeah. Um, okay, here's my here's my pitch. Oh, it's called... I see. How many ways are there to skin a cat? Mm, Eric, I don't like this. I don't so, want to hurt animals. Why do you want to hurt animals? I don't want to hurt animals. I just want to you just said examine you to... all... I Now, you did not listen to what I said. Vivisection is illegal. It's been illegal for a long time. Sorry. Please, people, finish your gross idea. People always say there's more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> but how many more than one are there? They do, they do say that. I, I want to know how many ways there are to skin a cat. Now, are we talking literally about a cat? Sure, yes. A cat that has skin on it, we, we're going to take the skin off. Even though it's a metaphor. 
for any situation. I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what a metaphor is. Fair but enough. people keep saying that there's more than one way to skin a cat. They're never very specific about it. Is that a metaphor or is it just an aphorism? Just a folksy saying. I'm sorry, I'm derailing you. I So you, you think that I don't know what a metaphor is, but I'm going to know what an aphorism is. You often surprise me with the depth and breadth of your knowledge, Eric. That's Thank why we're you. such good friends. Best friends, blood brothers. Go on. So uh, our destinies are intertwined. <laughs> what a tangled web a we weaveth. Um, every episode, we would go over another way to skin a cat. And then uh, at the end, when we run out of ways, that'll be the end of the podcast. And then we'll know scientifically... How many ways there are to skin a cat. Interesting. Interesting. I would like this idea more if you took it figuratively. So you had a particular task, and that would be a season of the show. Hmm. So say, uh, I'm just looking around the library right now. Yeah. Uh, say that your task was how to open a book. How do we open a book, Eric? There's more than one way to skin a cat. And then it's just us finding different ways to books. I don't know why you keep... Books. So you're, you're, like, changing the subject rapidly back and forth between books and cats. Yeah, well, Does I don't want to skin... Sense? I don't want to skin any cats, living or dead, and I assume you're talking living. It. Why? I don't know why you would make that assumption. Because... Some of the episodes seems... would be about living cats. Yeah, they would have to be. If it's every possible way to skin a cat... Yeah. You maybe, can... you, uh, maybe you put the cat in, like, a Saw-esque... Um, uh, trap, mm-hmm. and you put food at one end, and then it has to, if it wants to get to the food, it has to skin itself by going through, like, a, like rings of blades. I don't think any cat would want it that badly. Well, if it gets hungry enough, just leave it in there long what enough. What would you do if you were in that situation? I would just lie at one I would. I mean, cave. I would climb over the top of the edge. Uh, you... <laughs> I would not, I would not skin myself. Wait a minute, wait a minute, the top is open? Yeah, the top's open. But you don't think the cat will try to Well, how are we supposed out? to look in? Uh, <laughs> how are we supposed to look in? It's glass. Or it's oh, clear that's plastic. A, that's a good so I would smash the glass. It's unbreakable glass. Okay. All right. I didn't realize we're living in a sci-fi fantasy world. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You think unbreakable glass is a sci-fi fantasy? Everything's breakable if you try hard enough. It appears there's more than one way to skin a cat, and there's more than one way to break a glass. Oh, Hammer. Man. Saw. Did you Drill. S- you saw Interstellar, right? Yeah, I love that movie. Oh man, the unbreak. You saw the unbreakable glass in that. That's crazy. Like, that. Who thought of that? Who thought of just like it's glass, but you can't break it? It's like that's what glass does. This, I think that if you make a pane of glass unbreakable, you are removing the very essence of the glass itself. At that point, could you even call it glass? I would say I would posit no. That's like saying. Uh, let's make an undrivable car. Like the Flintstones car. No, that's drivable with feet. It's not, but in reality, no. Yeah, it is. It's I guess some people have made undrivable cars. What about that uh, that car that would the, the engine would get too hot and would start little fires all the time? You drive it for a little bit. I guess that's true. Anyways, that's my pitch. That's the whole thing. Okay, well. I will not answer any questions you have. <laughs> I will, will not respond to any comments you have. If that's the way you're going to be about it, then I'm ready to vote. Oh, I'm ready to vote, too. I'm going to vote for mine. I'm voting for mine, because yours is psychotic and cruel. Oh, mine's psychotic and cruel? What about how cruel I got in yours? How cruel you got. Yeah, I mean, that was that was cruel. I don't know. How cruel did you get in mine? I got pretty you, mean to you. You were pretty mean. You were one of my true. best friends. <laughs> and, and I, I was... just tossed you aside like a, like a, like a garbage... Pale, like I toss you aside like a like a cat skin. Oh, oh, and also by the way, in your blade machine, that cat skin's not coming up coming out as one piece. 
That's just going to be a bunch of cat chunks. No. I'm picturing like a maelstrom of whirling blades in this. They're not whirling. They're stationary. That's your problem, man. You don't know anything about skinny cats. Oh, that's terrible. It'd be so slow. It would be so slow. Not if the cat moved quickly. Uh, It's very hard to move quickly when all your skin is being pulled off. Well, I haven't tried it, so I'll take your word for it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So that's another tie. We gotta keep doing podcast versus podcast. I'm getting used to it. Yeah? It used to, used to bug me that we had to do this all the time, that we weren't getting I'm any closer. S- I'm settling in, you know? It's becoming a routine. Yeah. We're like six months deep now. Yeah, like 150 episodes deep. Jesus Christ. Almost 150 episodes deep. Time well spent. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Life is uh, meaningful. Um, You know what? What? If you've been listening for 150 episodes and you haven't reviewed us on iTunes yet... What are you doing? Who are you? Who's the cruel and psychotic one now? That is really crazy. Like, if you like a podcast, drop it a review. I do it all the time. I drop I drop podcasts I don't even listen to reviews. Not good ones. I give them zeros. If I haven't listened to you and I review you, you're getting a zero. But, uh, you know what? I, it, the iTunes thing, iTunes is hard to leave reviews on sometimes. Is it? I've had to do it multiple times before. Really? It doesn't save the review? Yeah, or they have to be approved or something. I don't know. I never... I'll leave a review on, like, uh, a more famous show, like, oh, I don't know, Comedy Bang Bang, saying that your live show was great here in there in Vancouver the other day, (laughs) over there. Uh, But then I wait, and I wait, and it never shows up. And I'm like, how will they know that I like them? They're not going to listen to this (laughs) podcast. What? Are you like going back and checking to make sh- to make yeah. sure that you're you want to see the the response to your review? No, I just want to make sure it went through. Oh, okay. I'm checking to make sure it got posted. It did not get posted. So, uh, you know what? Leave us a review, anyways. Don't let all my uh, yeah negative talk about iTunes scare you away. Hey, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.